May God bless all brothers and sisters of the Church of the Lord, and likewise, all people who have started to know us through our online live streams. We're going to honor, we're going to glorify, and we're going to exalt the Word of our God by meditating on the book of the Hebrews, chapter 11, where the Apostle Paul wrote to the Hebrews in chapter 11, verse number 1. Now, it states, the word of the Lord states, Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's worthwhile to highlight that in the church of the Lord, we live a complete gospel. A gospel that the Lord has given us, a gospel that is wonderful, in which we have the Father, we have the Son, and we have the Holy Spirit. We enjoy the guidance of the Spirit of God. We enjoy being born of water and the Spirit, which is when the Lord, the Spirit of God, transforms our lives. When everyone comes to this place, is transformed by the Lord. We do not know at what point the Lord does this. We do not know in which way the Lord transforms us. We simply know that He transforms us and delivers us. And we feel happy because God changes our mindset. Because we become righteous. Because now we are a part of that faith of the gospel. But it is a kind of faith that is based on a real experience. A real, with a living God, with a God who manifests himself. That faith, which is granted by the Lord when he speaks, because it states, it is, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Definitely, when we hope for something, we hope for something because God has promised it. Therefore, we hope for that. How do we begin to hope for something? We... And the church lived this very much because the Holy Spirit manifests himself in dreams, visions, but he makes us promises that are wonderful, which we begin to hope for with the conviction, even though we have not seen it, it is that conviction, our certainty that it was a word of God, the word which he gave us. And we hope for that word with confidence, with certainty, with conviction or with assurance, knowing that God sooner or later will bring that into fruition, those promises. He will fulfill everything he has promised. And because of that, we wait on his promises and we have faith. Because as verse 6 states, But without faith it is impossible to please Him, please God. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. All of us, men and women, those of us who know the, this path of glory, this beautiful blessing of feeling the presence of God, of being able to have fellowship with Him, of being able to enjoy His mercy. If there is something we all long for, is to see His glory. And seeing His glory is enjoying His benefits, His miracles, His help, His peace, His joy. Enjoying His glory means that we pray to Him and that He hears us. And not the opposite, which is to feel empty without God, feel far from God, 
feeling that we are powerless, feeling that we fight on our own strength. Because there are people who say, why is it that God fulfills his promises to everyone except me? Why do I hear testimonies that are so wonderful, which are great, wondrous deeds, things that are unattainable for a human being, but are made a reality by the God of glory, by the supreme God, the God who rules existence itself, the whole universe and humankind. Why do I not live those experiences? The answer, we can find it in these verses. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. We must live that faith. The faith that the elders put into practice, such as Abraham, such as Noah, such as Moses, such as Joshua, such as Sarah, they all put this faith before God and, and obtain a good testimony that they pleased Him. In this day and age, we must look for a way to please God. In any moment, in every detail of our existence, we must please the Creator from whom all blessings come. This is a reflection that is useful to make it clear to people who ask themselves, why do I not see God's manifestation? Because those miracles, those wonderful, great miracles where God provides for people's needs, financial needs, where money appears in their money bank, where accounts that have been closed, they are reopened, and now they have a generous balance, a good amount of money. But people say, why do I, do I not see that manifestation? Those promises, I do not see them fulfilled in my life. Well, we are going to obtain a good testimony as the elders did. And one of those elders, for example, it, he was able. What does the scripture say in verse 4? By faith, Abel offered God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Let us go back in time. Let us move, travel back in time, thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. The book of Genesis, the Bible states that Adam and Eve had Cain. He was the firstborn, and then Abel was born. Cain was a tiller of the ground. He was an agriculturer. Abel was a keeper of sheep. Time went on and surely, through oral tradition, Adam spoke to his children about the existence of God or they might have had experiences with God Most High. For this reason, Cain brought of the fruit of the ground of an offering for the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock. But the Bible clearly states of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. God respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. What happened if both of them brought an offering? Cain brought an offering, Abel brought an offering, but Abel brought an offering of the firstborn, the first, the main, the best, their fat, what was special, something exclusive, something exceptional. Perhaps Cain brought an offering just for the sake of doing it, whereas Abel put a lot of effort into that offering because it was for God. He brought the best of himself, 
the work of his hands to offer it to the Lord because the Lord deserves from us. Because when the offering states, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength, and with all your soul, we must lift this. We must put it into practice. We must offer the Lord the best. Let us begin by turning away from sin. Let us continue obeying him because sin takes us away from his presence and drives the manifestation of God away. Our, we must offer to our God obedience. We must respect his will, submit ourselves to the God of glory, the God most high. That is what begins to make a difference between those who see the great wondrous hand of God and those who are blessed by out of God's mercy. There are people who see God's hand stretched out on their lives. Those miracles and wondrous works, experiences God gives in visions or dreams with our, the leadership of our church, our sister Mary Luisa, or experiences that are in dreams to see the manifestation that is powerful and real on behalf of, the, of God Most High. It makes a difference, I reiterate it, and pardon me for repeating it, because verse number four states that by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent, excellent sacrifice if we are the children of God. If we are called to enjoy that which is heavenly, we are absolutely blessed. We are privileged. We are people that are absolutely blessed because the God of glory has deemed us worthy to look at us. He has taken us by his hand and has brought us to enjoy something generous, something unparalleled, something that never in our lives had happened, had it crossed our mind or thoughts to come to a place. Like Jacob said, this is none other than the house of God and the gate of heaven because God manifests himself, because God speaks to us and he makes us live this faith, this conviction, this certainty, this assurance to obtain a good testimony. And how do we obtain it? Like Abel, who offered a God a more excellent sacrifice hereafter and Based on the knowledge of this perverse, we can say that our lives must be alive accompanied by excellence in everything that pertains to God. Excellence as it pertains to reading the Bible. We're not just going to read it for the sake of reading, but we're going to search it. Excellence as it pertains to watching a Bible study because those are masterpieces of doctrine when the Holy Spirit takes our sister Mary Louise and reveals the doctrine to her, a Bible study that we should not watch just once but we must study it. Excellence as it pertains to us being men and women of prayer. Excellence as it pertains to being obedient, loving and valuing God for with all our hearts, being faithful, being steadfast, seeking always that which is perfect so that we may say to the Lord, Lord, I'm not just going to read the Bible, but I'm going to search your word. I am going to study your word. There's no room for mediocrity. There is none. There is no room for sloppiness. There is no room. God expects from us the most outstanding. God wants us to make efforts. God wants us, as the scripture says by the apostle 
Paul to Timothy that the hard-working farmer must be first to partake of the crops, and we must be courageous, we must be hard workers. Give God the first place in every sphere with effort, with diligence. All the time we should be striving for that grace, striving to give the Lord what's best. Let us walk not just the path of things done well, but the path of things done with excellence and excellence for God. God deserves that we genuinely give Him, not just out of words, but with facts, the first place, the first place in our hearts. A heart where His presence is made manifest because it is in that heart that person has integrity, because each heart has uprightness, because each heart has sincerity, and in each heart there is perfection, seeking that which is perfect, seeking the measure of the stature of the fullness of our Lord Jesus Christ, following, as the hymn states, the, in the footsteps of the Master. We can give the first place to God in every aspect of our existence because God deserves from us nothing but the best. We must bring an offering to God. We must present to God. We must dedicate to the Lord, to give to the Lord the best of ourselves because He is a sovereign God. He is a God of mercy. He is a kind God. He is a God who speaks. A God who fulfills what He promises. He is a God of endless love and endless mercy whom we are going to love and we're going to value and we're going to praise Him and we're going to bless Him. We might live the faith of those who pleased God and obtained a good testimony because as the scripture says, by faith Abel offered a God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Our excellence must be our banner. Our excellence toward God must be our standard. And something unique happened to Abel that can happen to us, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. He attained divine righteousness, the righteousness that stems from the gospel of the good news of salvation. God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead still speaks. There are great blessings for excellence. There is a great manifestation of God. We will be able to see his miracles. We will be able to see his wonders. We will be able to see his glorious deeds. The promises we have and his blessings, they are not small. They are huge. The promises are. And the table, as the Lord says, is set. Let us take advantage of this. Let us delight ourselves. Let us taste the heavenly goods because God has promised his blessings to us and he will fulfill his promises in as much as we all prepare our hearts. Excellence must be our standard. Excellence, I reiterate, must be our banner. And in this excellence for our God, which deserves all our heart, there we will find our great blessings, there we will find miracles, there we will find wonders, there we will find great deeds, there we will find glorious deeds, and we will see the glory of God in everything that has to do with His mercy, His benevolence, His protection, and His blessing. And may the glory and the honor be to our God. Brothers and sisters, may the God of heaven at this time lay His hands on each of you, 
May the God of glory grant you all the deepest desires of your hearts. May he set you free and heal you, restore your marriages and give you financial material blessings and provide for you and each of your needs. And may he fill you with rich and great blessings. May God bless you. May God keep you and may God protect you.